0: since the 2nd of August, 2021. And the time now is the time for us to develop samadhi, to train our minds so that they have a firm foundation of peace, so they gain respite from all the thinking, the proliferation. So we see that during the day, throughout the entire day, We usually think about many things. We have duties that we need to attend to, we have work that we do. And why do we need to do these? It's because we have been born into this body, and this body is a heap of suffering. It can't just stay still, that doesn't work. It needs food to eat, it needs water, it needs clothing, it needs shelter, and what's of particular importance nowadays is medicine. Because if we don't have a vaccine against COVID, then if we contract the virus, it uh, can be quite um, easy for us to get sick, very sick from this. This is a virus which doesn't die easily. And if we... Uh, are careless, then we may not take care of ourselves um, in the right way. Or we may think um, that it's not such a bad thing, we may think that we just have the flu, uh, but it may turn out to actually be much more of a severe illness than that. So in training ourselves to be mindful, and in having wisdom, that we use that, we apply that, and we develop that training um through living our lives and caring for these lives. As in this present day, the state of the world is quite chaotic, and the people's minds are very chaotic as well. And so peace of mind, this inner calm. It has a lot of value for us, and we've all taken the Buddha, the Dhamma, the Sangha to be our highest refuge. But it's easy to become careless and forget as well that people can start harming each other, being a burden upon each other, and lacking kindness for one another. But there are also a lot of people who do have this kindness and compassion there within their hearts, and they are willing to give their wealth, give their energy of their mindfulness, of their wisdom, to help those who are going through hard times, to giving each other a hand. And through doing this, we also cultivate our merit, we cultivate our bhārami as well through helping each other, and there are a lot of people to help in this present day. And so we stay together. If, if we live like this, then we live together in harmony, and we're able to be free from suffering due to that. So we see that the togetherness, the harmony of the community, leads to happiness. That if the community works together, It's um, harmonious. Then there's happiness within that community. For the monks, each of us, um, we keep the schedule of the monastery. We fulfill our duties. We go to the morning and evening chanting together. We sit in meditation. And when there's chanting, then everyone chants. It's not just the monks who have the microphones who chant. But it's everyone, all the monks, who do this. Because if we just sit there and listen, there's some benefit, there's some merit that comes from that, but it's not much. So instead we should really chant with a loud voice. And we don't um, just use the energy of our friends, of those around us. Because if there are 50 monks together, and it's just... Uh, the one with the microphone who chants, and that's not all right, that everyone needs to join in in this. Because it's the time for chanting, and so we must chant. And so monks need to do this, need to chant, we need to endure, we need to be harmonious, uh, to have a sense of sacrifice and living together. And so in chanting we also have the sacrifice too. And if we all do that, then it's less of a burden on the monks who have the microphones, who have the duty to lead the chanting. So we fulfill our duties as well, and we live together in harmony. And So this is something important to do throughout our whole lives, and um, living in a community that we maintain and we keep up our duties and we help each other, we sacrifice. We help to make the place clean. And this is all a form of merit. These are all skillful actions. And these help us to free ourselves from selfishness. The way we sacrifice this allows us to abandon our attachment to self so if people just act according to their own views, um, such as when people drive on the road, and uh, there are a lot of people who are like this, they don't really follow the road rules. And this um, creates a lot of difficulty and creates um, many fights and arguments as well. And also, if people drink alcohol and then drive, it's very dangerous, and that's something that's very selfish to do. So there are a lot of selfish people in the world, those who get COVID, but they don't care for themselves, and they don't uh, separate themselves from other people, and it causes much agitation, much difficulty for others as well. And uh, so, when people are going through hard times, um, then we help each other out, and we have this this kindness towards one another. And there are some people who really are very kind. Uh, there was one person who was riding a motorbike and had an accident, and this person was lying on the road, and others came to help this individual. But they said, "Uh, don't come close to me, don't help me, because I have COVID. Uh, So we see just how much kindness was there in that person's heart, that um, other people were coming to help them out, and they're in a difficult situation, but they said, don't come close, I have COVID. But there are also other people who are very selfish, too, that they know that they have COVID, but they still mix with others, they still... Um, meet with their family members, they still go out into society. They even go to a monastery. And um, this has happened, and many monks have gotten COVID from that. Uh, but that's other monasteries, that's not this monastery. And so some people are very selfish in this way. But for us, if we have the sense of sacrifice, um, then we abandon this selfishness. living together in a community in this way of helping out, of self-sacrifice, then this brings up happiness within that community. But it's something that's quite difficult to find in this present day. So we can ask, is gold something that's difficult to find? Well, it is quite difficult, it is valuable, but it's not necessary. But something which is necessary these days is this vaccine, this COVID vaccine. And sometimes people are very selfish, and they don't wish to share that with anyone else. But if we help each other out, um, then this brings up happiness within the community. But if we just think about ourselves, just trying to get benefit for ourselves, just this one person, and we don't wish to help others, then the Buddha said that these are selfish people, and it's impossible for these kinds of people to know the Dhamma. So he taught us to sacrifice, to be generous, to develop merit in this way, and to have this generosity there as our foundation. And so we can give medicines, we can give vaccines, and help each other in this way, and through doing that through having kindness like this we are able to stay together in this world to live with one another because it's not possible for us to just exist by ourselves we see that animals need to live in groups elephants for example that they need to work together and um, when they when when they do things then they do this together and I myself had an experience of this and when I went to um, a national park, kaoyai uh, and there were about 20 elephants that came. And my group were in some cars, and these elephants came and surrounded uh, the cars. They came in front and they came behind as well. And so we see that they can work together like this that if they're afraid or if there's some danger, that they can um, assist one another, work together, in order to free themselves from that danger. And But through the power of the Buddha, the power of the Dhamma, the power of the Sangha, we manage to stay safe. And also when elephants go to find food, then they work in teams as well. And so these are big animals, but what about small animals as well? Well, they have to also have teams, such as ants or termites, they work in teams, and they're exceptional in doing this. If there's just one drop of water on a leaf, then sixteen ants are able to share that water. And not only do they share it, but they work in teams as well, that they divide uh, their group up into four teams and take turns in drinking it. Because if all of the ants went to drink and one go, then it would be possible for the leaf to tip and for that drop of water to be spilt. So they needed to separate out and organize themselves like this. So there's sacrifice in um, each individual, sacrifices uh, for the group. And so ants and other beings like this, they also have a knowing element, they have a jitta within them. And uh put through the karma that they've made in the past and they've had to be born as an ant, but they work together. So what about us people? People are those well humans are those with high minds. And um so having a high mind, then we need to have a sense of morality and virtue. Uh, but If we don't have that, if we don't have much goodness to us, um, then we are people, kind of a name only. And it's difficult for us to exist together in that case. So, we all need to sacrifice, whether it's the lay people, whether it's the monks. We need to support each other. If we gain anything, we need to share that out. And when we do that, then we live together happily. And at Wat Nambapong, uh, this was the policy in the community there. And so was a harmonious community. And there was a very good sense of um, solidarity and togetherness. And so if any gains came into the monastery, and then those would all be gathered up. Any robes, any food, any shelter, any medicines, um, all of these would be gathered together as a communal supply, and then it would be shared out, and shared out appropriately. And it's not the case that just those monks who were skilled would get would get a share, or they would get a lot, and the monks who had few skills would get little and maybe the novices wouldn't get anything at all, but that's not how it worked. Because we all live together, and so we all must eat, we all must gain medicine, we must have lodgings and clothing, and it's important for these four requisites to be shared equally. Because we need to live together, we need to exist well together. So we see in the present day there's this pandemic that has spread around, and if all the people in the world, in our respective countries and cities and households, have a sense of sacrifice, then we'll be able to live together well. And So we share what we have, and the food, the medicines that we gain, and we share that with one another and this helps us to develop our meditation practice as well, because we gain this firm foundation of sacrificing our selfishness, giving up the sense of self. And what this gives us in return is inner happiness. So if in the monastery we kind of see something that isn't right, um, then we should or see something that's dirty, then we should just go and sort that out. We should clean that. There's no need to ask first. That if we see something like that, then we should just do it. And so we help. We help each other. We help the community in this way. And perhaps we see someone who's unwell, who's lying on the road, and maybe we're not able to help them directly because we may contract COVID, but... Everyone has phones these days, and so we can contact a hospital and uh, get medics to come and help. This is something that we can do. We are able to help each other in this way. And so if we see um, anything that's not quite right, we see some shards of glass um, on a footpath, or we see something that's dirty, then... Um, we clean that up, because if we don't, then it can become a danger that other people may not see that glass and they may step on it and they can harm themselves. So we do need to uh, be cautious, and also when we're helping each other, we need to be cautious and do that with wisdom as well. Because if we see someone who's drowning, but we're not able to swim ourselves, Um, then it's dangerous for us to get in the water and try to help them out. Perhaps even if we can swim, but not strongly, then we go to help that person, but they grab onto us and they pull us under, and so both people die. So we need to be intelligent when we help. And really, in the end, we also need to help ourselves as well. That This is important. We need to be a refuge unto ourselves. And so we train ourselves, we cultivate samadhi, we bring our minds to peace, and we be intent, we develop this sincerity in this. Because where is it that sickness arises? It arises right here within this body, and that this body is a heap of suffering, it's a nest of sickness. So we know that animals, different animals have nests. Bees have their hives and birds, mice, they have their nests. And so what about this body? Well, this body is a nest for sickness. That it has cells and the body develops through these cells. But when those cells begin to change, then illness arises. And these bacteria, or germs, they become dependent upon this body. And this body in turn is dependent upon different things as well. That it relies upon food, it relies upon water, and shelter, and medicine. And so with food we can eat vegetables, and you can also eat meat as well, if we don't kill that animal. And we also don't order for any animals to be killed um, in order to gain meat from it. And if we don't do that, if we don't kill it ourselves, if we don't order for its death, then that's not um, an evil act. But if we take delight in the death of that animal, then that is a harmful act, that is an evil act of our minds. So it's possible for us to develop this evil or this papa, uh, these bad deeds, through trying to support and care for our bodies. So all of us, we love our own bodies and we don't wish for anything to harm it. We don't want to get sick, we don't want to get any viruses. And other people are the same, they love their bodies as well. So we shouldn't harm one another, we should maintain harmony. Just like those ants um, who are able to share that one drop of water with one another. So we should recollect that, and in turn develop our own kindness and compassion as well, and cultivate these qualities within our hearts. Because all beings wish for happiness. And so we wish then in turn for every being to be happy. And if they're going through suffering, we wish for them to be freed from that suffering. And then we come to train our minds And when we sit in meditation, we need to be cautious too, because there are many things which work to obstruct peace. And the sleepiness, drowsiness, for example. And if we're just sitting there nodding off, then that's not right. In that case, we should open up our eyes. And we can think about things or contemplate. We don't just allow this drowsiness to just carry on, to just sit there and keep on nodding off. So if we do that, we're just wasting our time. Or we can press the tongue against the roof, roof of our mouths, and this can help to reduce drowsiness. And it can also help to lessen the uh, frantic thinking that can be going on as well. Because when we press the tongue against the roof of our mouths, then the amount of oxygen that's been taken in reduces, and so the thoughts reduce. If there's a lot of oxygen, there can be a lot of thinking. And if we're still drowsy after that, then we can get up and do walking meditation. But it's important for us to not just allow this drowsiness to continue. We must work and find something which uh, reduces it, and we can open up our eyes. Because if we just sit there and not off, if we just walk and we're sleepy, or we're walking and sitting and the mind's thinking about different things, then it doesn't give us any benefit. You can ask, is there effort? Well there is, but it's effort that's devoid of results. It doesn't give us peace of mind. So we must train ourselves in the right way um, to have the right way of practice. So all all of us should set our hearts on this, and if we have effort, then we must succeed. And just like those ants that can live together, that have that harmony, that they work in a team to find their food, and um, work to bring that food back to their nest, and so that during the winter months they have food to eat, and So we must live together like this, have harmony, have the sense of togetherness, and be working to abandon our selfishness. Because as monks we should be leaders in abandoning the kileses and not being selfish. And if we act selfishly, then this will destroy harmony, it will break the community apart. Suppose if there are nine monks living together, and nine uh, items of food get offered, the first monk takes one, the second monk takes one, then the next takes two, the next takes two, then the last monk won't have anything to eat. They won't get that bit of food. And if that happens, then they won't have any respect for the senior monks, because they're just selfish. So we need to think about one another, we need to care for each other and sacrifice. And it's especially important for monks to act in this way as well. And Lumpur he once gave quite a strong teaching on this. He said that the laity have this faith in their heart to offer their food and robes, and shelter, and medicine, these four requisites, to the monks, and to offer their evening drinks as well. But if the monks just use those requisites selfishly, if they take advantage of one another, then that's really terrible, that's awful behaviour. So, we shouldn't take advantage of one another, not take advantage of the laity like this. Because as monks, we are warriors fighting against the Achilleses. So, we must all really set our hearts on this, on training our minds like this.